0: Culture Affidavit Episode 82, A Universally Different Vacation. Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Affidavit, a podcast that covers everything random in the world of popular culture, which is brought to you by the True True Freaks Internet Radio Network. I'm your host, Tom Panneris. In this episode, I am taking a look at my summer vacation. Uh, This is a long overdue episode, but I'm going to be taking a look back to June of this previous year. 2017 and my family's trip to universal studios in orlando Uh, we had been going to orlando for the last few years but we've been going to disney world and this year we decided to switch things up a little bit so we went to the universal studios theme park in the island of adventure theme park in orlando and stayed at the uh hotel portofino bay out in orlando so um you're going to hear a couple of things here first you're going to hear uh me sit down with brett and talk about our experience with the wizarding world of harry potter i believe it's called and then you are going to hear me and amanda talk about our experience with universal studios and how it was different than our vacations we've had and the highlights and the little and and things we enjoyed and did not enjoy about it so uh I will be coming back with Brett on the other side of this break and then you'll hear another break and you'll hear me and Amanda and then I'll come back by myself to wrap it all up. So stay tuned.
1: everybody, Magnus here. At Trennis Magnus Punches Reality, I talk about comics, movies, and TV shows. But mostly it's comics. And starting in February 2018, I'm launching a mega-series that's all about Batman comics. And right now, you're probably saying, but Magnus, Big Magnus, does this have anything to do with that new Batman movie that may or may not be coming soon? Uh, Yes. Yes, it does. I plan to talk about a crapload of Batman comics, and I want you riding along in the Batmobile with me. This is The Caped Crusades, a 24-part mega-series all about Batman comics that have meant a lot to me for a lot of years now. And as I work through all of that, I'll also talk about what I personally consider to be Batman's series finale. All that and more is part of The Caped Crusades, a 24-part Trennis Magnus Punches Reality mega-series. Be there in February 2018. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality can be found at two twotruefreaks.com as well as iTunes. who? Brett
2: Harris.
0: And what are we going to talk about?
2: We are going to talk about our trip to Universal Orlando Studios.
0: Okay. And that way it can get both of us. All right. So, um, we never, we've never been to Universal before.
2: Yeah, we haven't.
0: Yeah, but we've been to Disney World.
2: (laughs) Three times. Yeah. Actually.
0: So why Universal this year?
2: Um, I guess it might have been since we've seen everything at Disney World.
0: So, what were you looking forward to the most at uh, at Universal Studios?
2: I have to say, the Harry Potter World.
0: Okay, what was what was the Harry Potter World?
2: It, there were two places in the two different parks, in Islands of Adventure it was hog'smeade and in universal studios it was diagon alley
0: okay and uh all right so we did both of them yes um let's start in diagon alley okay all right so well, i don't know what diagon alley is i've never read a harry potter book i've only read a little bit here and there when i when mommy when, uh, when mommy would be away on business and i would read you a story And you guys were reading Harry Potter, and I think I read a few pages of... um,
2: Goblet of Fire, I think?
0: I don't know. There was a scene where Hermione was like using time spells because she was taking three classes at the same time. Was Uh, that the prisoner of...
2: I think it was the prisoner of Azkaban.
0: Okay. So, what is Diagon Alley? Can you explain that to me?
2: Yes, I can. So... Before you go to Hogwarts and everything, Mm -hmm. you get a letter, Uh and you get it when you're 11. So, Diagon Alley is, it's in London. So, there's a wall, and you have to press a certain brick, and the bricks will all go away. They'll, like, shift away, and there are a bunch of shops. There's Gringotts Bank. Um. Well, in the beginning of the book there's not Weasley's, Wizard Weezes, but then there's Flourish and Blotts, but those are all, and Ollivanders, those are all the places where you get your gear for Hogwarts. And in the Magical Menagerie at Hogwarts they have rules for pets. You can only, you can choose from getting a cat, an owl, a toad, or a rat
0: (laughs) let's look at the stuff that was in there so was what was in they had all these different things there was uh there was florian yeah so what's that there was an ice cream parlor
2: florian fortescue's ice cream parlor yes yeah so that's just an ice cream parlor okay
0: and there's some different places to eat, but um, the big ride. What was the big ride that we went on?
2: Escape from Gringotts. Okay,
0: so what was that about?
2: So, like, what happened to that? So, you were supposed to get a, you were supposed to get a tour, of the bank of the vaults. Okay. But, apparently there were intruders, and, the defenses get set off. So you get so um apparently the defense and apparently the intruders were he who must not be named and bellatrix lestrange he who must not be named is also known known as voldemort okay so he's like the main evil guy Mm Mm-hmm. so you get saved by harry hemrini and ron on the and they're riding the
0: dragon. Okay. And, uh, so that was the one with, with them and the dragon. They fight the dragon and everything. Um, well,
2: they don't fight the dragon, they're riding the oh, dragon. Oh, they're
0: riding the dragon. Uh, yeah. what, what was that ride like?
2: It was fun. So, like, you had to put on glasses mm-hmm. and you were riding around all Gringotts. But you want me to tell you the backstory about it?
0: No, you can just tell me what the ride... Well, what's the backstory?
2: So, in Harry Potter, they have to get something from Gringotts, Mm -hmm. and the dragon is the main defense. Okay. So...
0: So, is that why there was a dragon on top of the one building in Diagon Alley?
2: Yes, because they flew... That's Gringotts Bank. Okay. They flew out of the top of Gringotts.
0: Uh, Okay.
2: On the dragon.
0: Yeah, and the dragon... um, the dragon d- fires every once in a while. Yes. And people like to stand there and try to get a picture of the dragon breathing fire.
2: I was once under it.
0: Yeah, it gets pretty hot.
2: my eyes watered.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, there was also, wasn't there like an alley to a, a shop that was like the dark magic shop? What was that?
2: Nocturne Alley, and there was Borgen and Burks. That's where Malfoy's dad works. Uh-huh. Draco Malfoy. And... <clears throat> Draco is, like, a bully to Harry. He's a jerk. Okay. He's, like... And his father is a Death Eater.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Now, we went to Hogsmeade, too, right? Yes. So how do we get there?
2: Well, sometimes you can just walk there through Islands of Adventure, but the fun way is to go to London King's Cross, it's right near the entrance to Diagon Alley, Mm -hmm. and ride the Hogwarts Express.
0: What's that?
2: It is, um, in the books, that's where you first, that's the train that you first go on for Hogwarts. Oh, okay. So... And you go on that train every year to get to Hogwarts, but, um, they played like a movie to make Uh it look like you're going to Hogwarts outside. okay. All right. And you can watch the shadows outside the compartment door.
0: Okay. So what is Hogsmeade? Because there's a difference between Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade.
2: Yes, there is. Hogsmeade, in Hogwarts, there's always like an annual field trip to Hogsmeade. Mm -hmm. So Hogsmeade is where the three broomsticks and the Hogshead and
0: so it's like a town
2: it's a town yes okay. and there's also honey dukes the candy shop
1: mm-hmm.
2: and another olivander's there are two olivander's shops
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's where the ride the dragon challenge is
0: or the dragon attack
2: the dragon challenge dragon, challenge.
0: dragon it, attacks a song by the grant band queen
2: and there's also the flight of the hippogriff.
1: Mhm.
2: I never said the flight of the hippogriff. Um. And what was the other one? The Forbidden Journey. Yeah.
0: So the flight of the hippogriff and the dragon challenge were both roller coasters. And the hippogriff one is like the the one that's kind of like younger kids can ride it because it's not too bad. Yeah. But
2: it's still fun
0: yeah and and then the dragon attack is one dragon challenge i mean that's the one where you're seated um with the shoulder harness and then they take the floor out from under you so your legs are dangling there's a ride at bush gardens like that it's called alpengeist yes and um and Mm -hmm. this one and dragon challenge it has two courses a red one and a blue one i don't know if there's any difference between them there
2: isn't the okay the chinese fireball the red one it just goes near the door to where okay. the Hogwarts the you know the window
1: mm-hmm. when you're
2: about to get on the hogwarts express you can mm-hmm. look out the window while you're waiting the dragon challenge the people go okay. by there
0: all right so um and and this has like loops and corkscrews and stuff did you like that
2: Yes, I liked it. I loved it, actually.
0: Cool. And what is Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey like? What what is what's that about? And like, where where are you in that?
2: In that, you're supposed to meet Ron and Harry outside.
0: Okay, outside of where?
2: Outside of Hogwarts.
0: Okay, so this is like in a big Hogwarts castle.
2: Yeah, the school for witchcraft and wizardry. Okay. So, then you, Hermione makes you fly, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and then there is, you go through the Forbidden Forest and you see the giant spiders, which creep me out a lot, and then you go on the Quidditch field. I might be doing this in the wrong order. No,
0: it doesn't matter. It's still
2: You go on the Quidditch field and you see Harry looking for the golden snitch and I think he says like, "Have you seen a golden snitch?"
1: Okay. And
2: Malfoy says something mean. He's like, "Suckers" or he like I can't remember. He like blows his he blows a raspberry or something. And then you go and then there are dementors on the field. Mhm. Which dementors are supposed to be like they're supposed to make you sad and hold and if you feel near and if you go near to one you can see your greatest fear. Okay. But you can fight them off by using a patronus. Mhm. That's where you take your wand and you go, Expecto patronum and you have to be very brave and fearless at the time and a huge spirit animal. Harry's as okay. a stag okay. will come out and like blast the mentors, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. a really cool ride.
0: Okay, so what's the so that's all the stuff that happens, but like, what's the ride itself like?
2: It's it's kind of like the Gringotts, okay, except. You don't have to wear glasses. And you're like flying.
0: And you're like moving around, and then the the seats are shaking, and and you almost go upside down at one point. It's almost like you are on a roller coaster.
2: Yeah, and there are some real things, like the giant spiders and Uh some of the Dementors, but there are some fake things, so that's why you need the glasses.
0: Okay. Um, So you went to Ollivander's, and what did you get there? I got a wand okay and what is and and what does the wand do
2: so you can walk around tog'sme and Diagon Alley uh-huh, and on the ground, there will be like brass circles with different spells on them, and you have to trace the spell, uh-huh, so like one of them was like um a u and then a line down, uh-huh. And they'll do certain things. Okay. Like one um, in Diagon Alley, it turned on all the lanterns in one shop window that was high up.
0: Yeah, and then there was the one that made it rain. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was like some of them made like things close and open and, and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of them were harder to do than others.
2: Some of them weren't working.
0: Yeah, but it was still cool. So, um, okay, so outside of Harry, and we ate at the Three sticks, right? Yes. Uh, we had fish sticks. Well, we had, we had fish and chips.
2: Yeah, that is in Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm.
0: We didn't have any Butterbeer, though.
2: Yeah, I was... We didn't
0: drink any Butterbeer, or, or, um, well, I don't remember what the other thing was, but that's... Fire like, Whiskey? Yeah, but the Fire Whiskey, I think it's an adult beverage.
2: I was going to get a Butterbeer, but then i found out that it was like cream soda Oh, uh, okay and
0: but we went to um what's the name of the candy store again
2: honey dukes
0: okay and what did you get at honey Duke's?
2: chocolate frogs i thought there would be more than one but there's one because they're gigantic okay and they come with the trading cards and i got dumbledore uh-huh. um and then we got some peppermint toads uh-huh I got a sugar quill and some fizzing whisbies.
0: Okay. And what's the fizzing whisbies?
2: Um, what's it, it taste like? It's chocolate with, it's either raspberries for strawberry or cherry pop rocks in it. Ah,
0: okay. So outside of Harry Potter, what were your other, really quickly, what were your other favorite rides at, at Universal?
2: I really liked Skull Island, Reign of Kong.
0: Okay. What else?
2: And, um, I liked the Simpsons ride.
0: Yeah, we went on that twice.
2: Because I really liked it. Okay. And... What else did you like? There was also, um, the... This wasn't really a ride, but it was more of a show.
0: Okay, what was it?
2: The Fury of Poseidon. Okay. No, Poseidon's Fury.
0: All right.
2: Um, And I really liked the Hulk coaster and the Spider-Man ride. Cool. All
0: right, would you go back there again?
2: Yes, I would.
0: All right, cool. Well, thank you for talking to me. You're welcome. When you talk about comics, does it sound something like this?
2: Look. You can't put the Superman number 77s with the 200s. They haven't even discovered red kryptonite yet. And you, uh, you can't put the number 98s with the 300s. the Mars hasn't even been introduced. Or maybe it sounds a little more like this. You think Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman? What are you, cracked? Why not? I saw the other day he was carrying five elephants in one hand. Boy, you don't know nothing. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. Superman is a real guy. No way a cartoon could beat up a real guy. Yeah, maybe you're right. It would be a good fight,
3: though. Hello. I am the constantly caffeinated Clinton Robinson, and my comics discussions can go to both extremes,
1: but generally fall somewhere in between. On the Coffee and Comics podcast, I will review comic stories and other comics-related topics that can be enjoyed over a cup of coffee. So pour the coffee, or other beverage of choice, and join me
0: on the Coffee and Comics Podcast, available on iTunes and coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com. In June,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, right after school announced, so it was like a <clears throat> couple weeks before Father's Day. I think it was it was like.
3: It was early June. It was um, right after the second um, UVA reunions, mm-hmm. so it was yeah. like the. I think we left what the ninth or the tenth.
0: Yeah, and with the exception, yeah. I think, of a couple of days where there were a fair amount of rain, after and rainstorms and stuff, it was much cooler.
3: That was then best weather we yeah. had in the four years we've been going to Orlando. There was that one night where it was so beautiful. You didn't mind being outside. There was no humidity. It was like 70 degrees. It was yeah. it was fantastic. So I was a big fan. Especially the year before um, when we were at Disney, it was like hotter than usual. Mm-hmm. So it was already hitting like 100 degrees. Because we yeah. went around the same time last year to yeah, 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 where they did, we did and um thinking oh we're gonna you know get ahead of every the other school systems that haven't let out yet or whatever and maybe it'll be cooler and there, it was like this freak heat wave mm-hmm. I mean as much of a heat wave as Florida can have where it, it was just disgusting yeah so this this last time we went was much better
0: we were and we were we were pretty prepared for the um for these very hot days anyway and you know, they were there, but at the same time, um, I noticed that we weren't suffering as much for it in terms of like, you know, our just, I don't know, maybe we are used to it better or something like that.
3: There's always that day, the first day or two where you're just acclimating because you're not used to how humid. I mean, it's humid in Virginia, but it is, it's a whole next level of humid in, in Florida. And, um, you do it takes me at least a day or two where i don't panic because i'm so, it's so hot and it's you're just and i'm pasty so i'm not panicking that i'm going to like fry so that always takes like a day or two but mm-hmm. anyway well anyway nobody Tuned into this to listen to us talk about I the know, weather. I know,
0: I know, and it's kind of funny because people people are um, looking at people who are familiar with Florida being like, "You're complaining about the heat." I was going to say you you were
3: going to have to heavily edit that section. Yeah. I guess the main <laughs> takeaway was we looked out this year and yeah. it was gorgeous. Yeah,
0: so <clears> we <throat> we went and we had decided to do this because we had been doing Disney World for three years in a row, and nothing against Disney World, but I think we were just looking for something else to do and. And had explored other options and decided, well, let's go to Universal.
3: Yeah, Brett had been wanting to go to Harry Potter, the, the Harry Potter yeah. lands, for a long time anyway. And so, and yeah, we had looked at other options. I had hoped to do like maybe the Grand Canyon or um, uh, Yellowstone, which I still want to do sometime. But you want to talk about being overwhelmed with you know planning it, yeah. and figuring it out, making sure you don't like drop dead at a acid pool in the middle of Yellowstone. Or whatever they they are, um, you. So I just kind of was like, you know what? I need something easy. We're busy. We don't have a lot of time to plan, so we just yeah. decided to do Universal.
0: And I noticed that when we're when we are planning Universal and um, and a lot of this isn't going to be us necessarily comparing everything to Disney World, but that is our kind of frame of reference. <laughs> um, but planning the vacation part of it seemed a little less pressure. Whereas with Disney World you have, you know, you, you book your hotel, you book your, if you're staying on property, you book your hotel, you book your, uh, but you got to book your reservations for, you know, your say, food of certain amount of time in advance. Six months in advance. Uh, and the fast passes were three worse. months in so advance. Three or months in advance. Now with this, it didn't seem as urgent all the time to plan out and do, res- in fact, a lot of the places we ended up eating didn't take reservations from what I, right. from what I understand. Because we ate at, um,
3: we eat it, well, you know, you eat it. I guess, so the one thing I would say, we can always go into more detail on that later, but we um, having come from Disney, I think one thing that kind of messed with us in the planning was that we we thought we had to have the universal dining plan to like mm-hmm. be able to eat you know, eat anywhere or whatever. Yeah. And um, we really didn't, and it was a huge pain in the butt. Yes. I, if we ever go back to Universal, I would never buy that dining plan. Again, it mm-hmm. was a pain in the butt. There were all these weird rules. you could barely use it um, in the parks unless you were buying like some kind of snack or what I don't know. It, it sucked. I mean, yes. it just legit sucked. You couldn't use it. At, oh, you could use it in the parks. you couldn't use it at, at any the of the hotel restaurants. And I, I know that's because unlike Disney, which owns everything on their properties, mm-hmm. you know, the hotels were Lowe's properties and then Universal's Universal. but okay. it, it to me, it was so dumb. And, you know, to think that, you know, if you were going to use your meal plan, you had to leave the property. It's like, there's just some nights where you just wanted to come back and, like, not do that. It was so stupid. So I would never use that dining plan again. But the upside was, yeah, no place had reservations, Mm -hmm. barely. Um, A couple places did, but most of the places we wanted to eat at City Walk or in the park didn't, you didn't really need a reservation. Yeah, I think there was one, what
0: was it like, was it called, uh... Mykonos oh yes
3: Mykonos unique because Mykonos was like the but this is what's so funny so Mykonos was like or no not Mykonos we're saying it wrong it was Mythos Mythos, Mythos. Mykonos
0: is the Greek place down
3: yeah down the street from our house that has really great falafel so sorry (laughs) Uh, Mythos and what's interesting is like so that was the hot restaurant I got a reservation the day before we wanted to go so it was just, re- I mean, like, even the hot restaurant at Universal, it's not like trying to get a, a reservation at Be Our Guest or, mm-hmm. you know, Yak and Yeti or mm-hmm. Cinderella's Table or God forbid you want to eat, like, with a character. Good luck, suckers. So, you know, it was really, yeah. it, it was just much easier to plan all that. In fact, we booked that Universal trip. I legit mm-hmm. did not think about the trip at all until maybe like two weeks before, because every mm-hmm. time I thought I had to book something in advance or do whatever you well, didn't, I
0: remember we said, we booked it. Yeah, you know, we decided on around like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. Yeah. We booked it. And then I think it was, I want to say, so we went what early second week or third week of June. Um, and then I think it was around Mother's Day where we were here and we were looking at...
3: Yeah, we picked places to pick
0: eat. places to eat, but we went through the um, the website and we went through the <laughs> app and looked at it and it was like, oh, none of these places need reservations. Yeah. And that's where we were just like, well, let's just kind of it, for us, it, it out it, a little easier.
3: Yeah, it was more about, again, trying to avoid that whole thing of you get there and it's like where you want to eat, and people are like I don't know. Yeah, yeah so it was more like let's just pick a couple yeah. places. So we, and again, you kind of have to do that at Disney. You have to go in, even you know, if you're thinking about like quick service restaurants, you have to go in with a plan for everything. When if you're in the park, at like Magic Kingdom, you have to know okay which quick service places if I want to eat lunch, quick service, what places are decent, uh, like what potentially doesn't have a line, what time should I get there. It, and you even if you don't book a reservation you have to think of it that way because there are just so many more people at Disney World than there are at Universal
0: yeah, and Universal had um, the quick service places at Universal were pretty varied mm-hmm. granted a lot of them sold your your um, standard issue theme park food but we we looked out at it quite a bit of them like I don't know they were just we didn't really have a problem yeah. With any of them because I know we ate at the, the food court for the Simpsons. Yep. And um, we ate at the Cap the the Captain America diner. Yes. Which was a pretty halfway decent.
3: And hamburger. we just and, went in there because there were it was indoors. Yeah. It had air conditioning. hmm And there was a place to sit. So yeah. sometimes you just make that decision. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: and then based and, on that. Yeah, and um, and then Universal also has a similar. Um, a feature as Disney does with the uh, what's it called the the Disney has the fast pass system.
3: Yeah. What's now that? this is the thing that I think. Well, this is one of the things that I think puts Universal way over Disney World is that Express Pass. Like the majority of Universal rides, including my favorite ride there, the Hulk coaster. If you have the Express Pass, you just walk into the Express Pass lane. They scan it, you get on the ride ahead of everybody else, and you ride, and then you get back. I mean, you could ride over and over again. You're not juggling your Fast Passes and then having these big gaps between your Fast Passes, and you can only have three. Or if they're premium, like you can't book Fast Track and soaring on the same day and all that BS. Like the Fast Passes at Disney drive me crazy. The Express Pass at Universal was awesome, and, you know, I know if people have been to Universal before, they might be thinking, well, you know, the Harry Potter rides are not Express Pass. No, they're not, it but... It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, but it, maybe it's just the fact that we were there for, like, four or five days, so we could stretch it out, but, like, we got to the park early one day, and we rode Escape, uh, escape from Gringotts early, mm-hmm. and then we wandered out, we took the Hogwarts Express over to um, Hogsmeade, and the line for the Forbidden Journey just happened to be short, so we went in and got on it. Yeah. I mean, it just—it didn't matter that you, it didn't have an express pass. You still didn't wait very long to ride those rides.
0: Yeah, yeah, it—it it was, um, and I don't know if it's because of the time we went, the crowd was, um, for the usual, but maybe it was just because they had the separate line. Although I do wonder if they were to do something like that at Disney, worth a number of the rides, if it wouldn't make if it wouldn't have the same effect as Universal where the fast pass line that express pass line would be clogged anyway well, kind of like I mean just like look, an HOV lane that gets clogged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Again, you the consideration you have to take into account for Universal versus Disney, it's it's not a necessarily a fair comparison because again, Disney Disney is the number one tour spot in the world. Yeah. And so it has exponentially more people in it than Universal.
0: In fact, the comparison I was making, I made a couple of times as far as amusement park theme park, um, you know, outside of the resort experience was not Disney, but uh, a park that's regional or it's not exactly local as us. It's a couple hours away, but Bush gardens, Mm -hmm. um, Williamsburg, which, is much, much smaller than both of those, but has, it you know, it's modeled after Europe and has different representations of different countries, but each each country more or less has like a roller coaster within it. And and it really is a lot of it. It, it. Universal reminded me of a bigger version of that, where there were themed areas, but at the same time, it really was ride after ride after ride after ride, where Disney is much more of the experience of the theme park and the the whole like you know the the, the
3: interactions with the characters yeah, and, and the and, shows and the parades and, and the
0: buildings in disney world main street usa and and fantasy land and Tomorrowland land and all that are in and of themselves an experience and not just something that's there to to support a ride you know like whereas some of the some of the buildings in you know bush or, or universal are there because they're like almost like a facade for a, for what you really want to be there for so there's a there's a much fuller experience there.
3: But to be honest, like if you're like me and you like rides, I, I yeah. mean, it, it, yes, Disney is a great experience. I would have gone there, you know, three years in a row if it had, if it wasn't a great experience, mm-hmm. but you do get to a point, especially I think, you know, as Brett was getting older and mm-hmm. we had been there a couple of times, like I want a ride that's going to put my heart in my throat. I want a ride that is mm-hmm. fast and has a big drop or a big flip yeah. or a turn or, you know, you're, I want I want the real deal. And that's I felt like Universal had that more. And because of the Express pass, you could go on it multiple times without mm-hmm. having to like book a place in line. And so,, um, I didn't miss necessarily the interactions with characters or what have you. Although we did have some interactions with some characters, but like, you know, I, uh, the experience piece of it, I mean, and I think there are some, and we've talked about this before, we could probably do a whole episode on what the hell is wrong with Epcot and what they need to do to fix it. Mm
1: -hmm. But like, you
3: know, there were some times where you go to Epcot and you rode your rides and you had your picture with Baymax or whatever, and then you're kind of like, okay, now what? We're gonna mm-hmm. go walk around the countries. Okay, great. Well, those are all experiences. Yeah. Only one of them has a ride, and at the time it was closed because the frozen ride hadn't opened yet. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, all right, great. So we've done we done Epcot in like an hour. Mm-hmm. And you're, it, you know, it, you know, great food. Yeah. Great, you know, they do a great job with the country, with the you know world showcase, but. You know, I was kind of like, you know, if I'm gonna hump it out to this park in this heat, I want some payoff, and I felt yeah. like Universal had more yeah. of like a ride payoff.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and and honestly, one of the reasons that we put off one of the other reasons we put off Disney is that we're we're kind of on hold until they finish this the huge revamp they're doing of Hollywood yeah. Studios because they're adding all the so Star Wars stuff, and Toy Story and stuff. So. Yeah,
3: Toy Story. Um, the yeah, li- the Slinky Dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. But
0: we're since we're so, we're, so we're on the subject of rides, let's just kind of go through uh, now. Universal is two different. It's it's odd. It's two different parks
3: that are connected that by are Hogwarts,
0: connected by Hogwarts, and connected by a, a, a the city wall like a walk, city walk, right? Yep. And um and the reason for that is because uh, the Islands of Adventure Park opened in the I want to say the very early nineties or the late eighties. And the Universal Studios side um, opened about maybe five years later or something. Like, they opened at separate times. And um, the Universal Studios side is built a lot more like the one that's out in Hollywood, California. Yeah. Which I had been to back in 1992. Yeah, was spring of freshman year of high school. Um, and that's that's the classic one where it connects to the actual universal backline You need the back tour, and you see the yeah clock tower from back to the future and all that And um, they had a couple of rides that I remember enjoying, but it was very Universal Studios Hollywood 25 years ago was a lot like when Disney's Hollywood Studios when it was still MGM, Studios, MGM it was yeah. still first opened like um, on some level it's like that's what they were trying to emulate. Yeah.
3: You can add, you can absolutely, yeah. yeah, you can absolutely say, cause when we were walking through parts of universal, it was very much like Hollywood studios tries mm-hmm. to be. And I actually felt like universal did it better, but I also felt like kind of like I feel like with Hollywood studios. So the revamp will be interesting for mm-hmm. Hollywood studios is they do a great job of sort of like putting, putting up these facades. Like you've got the yeah. New York brownstones and you've got yeah. like Beverly Hills streetscape or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of wasted space because there are so many facades but there aren't a lot of places you can go into mm-hmm. um, so you know there's like the Universal there's like the, the special effects makeup show thing yeah. and then there's this uh, but you know there's all I think with both it's interesting once you walk through it, you know, the first time. But then, like when you go back or when you return, you're kind of like, okay, this is just a lot of wasted space.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing I found of interesting about Universal Studios, like just overall, both both parks, was how it's almost like, um, whereas there's a timelessness of Disney World mm-hmm. um, in its parts of it, because there's certain yeah. there are certain rides in Disney World that have been open since 1972, like. Uh, I want to say like that Peter Pan ride has been there since the park opened. Now I'm not a historian about it, and, like, but it's been there for 30, 40, 50 years, you know. And the Caribbean gets updated every once in a while, but you know, somebody
3: they're going to the finally ride. stop selling women yeah. in the ride. Yeah. So kudos. Yeah, the Disney.
0: Jungle Cruise has been there for you know, it, but it, it it's it's got a feel that it doesn't feel you know you know it's old but it doesn't feel like dated. But you go into some of the stuff in Universal and you can like tell that it's clearly oh, yeah. like the um, what was funny is I was telling my friend uh, Mike Bailey, who had gone to Universal back in April mm-hmm. um, for a kind of a big podcast or get together that they did down in Orlando, where I joked that, um, you know, we walked through the Marvel world, and I said, and I joked that I just walked through 90s Marvel. And it is, it's if a bunch of us who read comics in the 90s, like, see, saw all of the different things, and, like, you know, um, the telltale thing was for me was um, there was you know, there were all the facades of big huge Marvel characters on the sides of the building, and the one of Rogue from the X Men was from the early '90s. It was the same look she had like on the cartoon that it used to air on Saturday morning. But you know, at the same time, it was really cool to see all that. But like the um, there are certain parts of that, the Cartoon Land with the pop, the, the comic strip land.
3: Thing. Yeah, it's so weird where it's like. Beetle Bailey and like
0: Dagwood and Blondie Dag- and like and Nancy and or something yeah, yeah, Kathy's,
3: I- and okay, sorry since I mentioned that they're going to stop selling women in um Pirates of the Caribbean why did they make the ice cream shop a fucking Kathy ice cream shop like we get it, she's fat like, oh, let's sell the Ben and Jerry's with a Kathy sign on top of it, like fuck you Universal, it's so dumb Sorry. Just yeah. had to... Because, yeah, again, well, first of all, that whole land is stupid. It, and there's a part of it that smells so bad, I actually gagged walking through I, it. I think it was near the... It was near some water ride. Well, it was there's nasty. like a
0: Popeye... There's a Popeye itinerary, and I want to say there's like a Rapids ride near there, and those never really... There's, wow. there's two...
3: They need to flush it, because it smells terrible. There's like
0: a Rapids ride, and then there's one of those... Um, log flume yeah, yeah. rides uh that like a lot of people get like really and it were like a splash mountain type of ride where a lot of people get wet and it does the like the water kind of stagnates. I, it's just, it's, a great adventure. Six flags great adventure used to smell like that in some areas because there were water rides like that and it would be like, you know Yeah,
3: it smelled like feet and vomit. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um I guess the only part of comic strip land that I actually liked with the Boris and Natasha cutouts. I didn't yeah. <laughs>
0: And uh, they have, um, but it was just what I found interesting was that since Universal has added and updated stuff, but kept a lot of the old stuff, it's almost like you're walking through like a history of, of theme park stuff or rides from the last 20 to 25 years. And we were just reading um, something online about maybe an hour or two before recording this, that they're finally, they're getting rid of the T2 ride. And... Um, which wasn't even a ride it's a show and it's this James Cameron directed like 12 15 minute short film oh my god that starts out it's in 3D but it starts it starts out where you're in like this lobby of Cyberdyne Systems and this um cheery corporate person is talking to you in a way that's very it's not even James Cameron it's very Paul Verhoeven from Total mm-hmm. Recall RoboCop that's what it reminded me of and then they put you in the seats and Um, it's a combination of Schwarzenegger and Eddie Furlong from about 92, 93 and Linda Hamilton in this Terminator story and live action actual actors on the stage acting it out and and it made me think of how that sort of theme park show has kind of really really started to die because yeah. people don't necessarily sit through
3: Well and it was so long. It I mean was like very long. we got to a point where I was like, "Are we ever getting the hell out of here?" And I will tell you, my favorite part was the part when we were in the lobby and yeah. the slightly like slightly menacing but yeah. cheerful on the surface yeah. woman was talking to us about like in a yeah, or was whatever they're of... talking about. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> <Get it sack. laughs> Penetrode. But like, I just, um, yeah, like I I thought that was very clever. And then we, I, so I was like, oh, this might be kind of tongue in cheek. And then we got to the ride itself and I was like, I fucking hate this. I don't like that they had guns. You know, you're sitting in a the dark theater and you hear a gunshot. It's not exactly like nowadays something you want to hear.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, not to be PC about, but just, like, it was startling, and I mm-hmm. didn't like it. Um, plus, the actors were bad, and I don't know. I,
1: <laughs> my favorite
3: part was when um the the T2, like, came in and started menacing everybody yeah. as, a, as a police officer. Yeah, the,
0: there were parts of it, it. The actual filmed part of it was actually, for even for being 25 years old, was still pretty good. And this thing held up yeah. pretty well. But other than that, the show around it was like... And it wasn't even, at that point, because we've gone into shows um, at theme parks like that to get out of the heat. Like we went on a number of rides that were indoor ride experiences that right. were that, that had taken, had T2 been made like maybe five years ago, would have been. Like, yeah. you know, that sort of, you have the 3D glasses on, there's a lot of crazy stuff going around the theater. In some cases, the theater kind of moves. Yeah. And, um... Universal had so many of those that were really worth it that if you were there on a really really hot day It was worth standing in line, and it wasn't just I'm in here. Well, they all had express passes Yeah, and and and, but it was like it wasn't just getting on a roller coaster It was like you know the minions ride and even the Mm -hmm. Shrek ride and those sorts of things. It was kind of they were really really fun
3: I Thought that was probably and I know I said that when we were there I really think that's where Universal set themselves apart because you know, you go to Disney, and everybody loves going to Soarin' because you're floating and you're you're yeah. immersed.
0: And Soarin' is a fun ride. I want to. It on. is a fun ride. ride, but we'll chance.
3: yeah. So you know, it's immersive, but it's one of the few immersive mm-hmm. cinematic kind of experiences at Disney World and Universal. That is where I think they really shine. You look at like. Like you're saying, you know, Minion Rush or the Transformers ride or the Spider-Man ride or the Simpsons or, you know, the new Jimmy Fallon ride or whatever. Yeah. And I really thought, you know, they make movies for a living. This is what they need to yeah. to expand. But what was interesting, you know, just now, talking about the Terminator show slash whatever the hell that was we sat through for half an hour. But, experience. Yeah, it was a bad experience. And so... Um, But what's interesting about that, you know, the fact that those live shows are kind of going away is it's another example, kind of, of how automation is creeping into all kinds of jobs and industries. Because now think of the people who, you know, you were an actor who who played Indiana Jones in the Mm -hmm. stunt spectacular. Well, if they make it a fully contained immersive movie and you slap on some 3D glasses and your car kind of moves around... Then you don't you don't need any actors to like put on that yeah. show. So again, it's just like I think that's the direction they should go because they're known for their movies. Like I think the Fast and Furious ride, even though I think those movies are stupid, I will pro- if I go back to Universal, I'm gonna go on that ride because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be fun. Yeah, as long as they don't call each other the F word. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, the, yeah, because like you walk in and, and we did the um, y- there were uh, a number of. Those those sort of immersive experiences in both Harry, the two of the big Harry Potter rides so Escape from Gringotts, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which, um, and and the Forbidden Journey, Journey, which is in in the actual Hogwarts building, and they're in the two separate areas. Um, I think the only immersive experience that I did not like was the Hogwarts Express, because it was so fine.
3: Well and I'm claustrophobic and yep. I did not realize how small those car- I didn't realize that there weren't going to be like windows and you weren't going to be able to look out of mm-hmm. the train while you were driving like it just didn't occur to me like I thought it was going to be like oh look this looks like Hogwarts and we're going to take a choo choo from one, one park to the next. I didn't realize it was going to be Hey, we're gonna sit here and you're completely enclosed because the fake window, we're gonna play like some kind of like movie that makes it look like you're going to Hogwarts, and then we're gonna have other people on the outside, like, you know, Professor McGonagall and like Harry and Ron and whoever, like silhouettes of them doing whatever. And I'm like, it would have been okay if it was one or the other, Yeah. but when you're claustrophobic and you're stuck in that thing for a good 10 minutes, like, it's not cute. Yeah, <laughs> and, and my
0: expectation had been very much like the train that goes around.
1: Disney World, world where, yeah. Where there
0: are some, um, there are a few things on that sort of back end where mm-hmm. there are in frontier line, like, you see, like, there's, like, teepees and things in there, and, and Um, from what I've been told and granted it's been so long since I've been to Disneyland that the train ride in Disneyland is actually more fun because of the imagery that they put out in that train ride around the park. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was expecting that and, and I was not, I was like,
3: wait, what is going on? Here? I freaked Even out I a little bit. Like, well, and what was hard is that the first time we wrote it, we wrote it with like strangers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like freaking out. I'm like, can't freak out too much." Yeah, so Cause you're <laughs> we stuck with this other family in this car. <laughs> but,
0: but for, for what it's worth, the, um, the train station aspect of it was pretty cool. It was cool. I very cool. Uh, I did like, you know, I had an, in, you know, I have very little context for Harry Potter. I haven't read any of the books yet, and I've seen bits and pieces of the films mm. when Brett's watching them. And I know Brett was like really. Oh, he was you and so Brett into both it. read them all. And Brett was so into it. So I kind of followed your guys' lead there. But even I was impressed by, like, you know, you have the um, the train station that leads to Diagon Alley, but that also is like, you know, looks like it's Lycers Square, um, which I Instagram because it's. The lyric, and it's a long way to Tipperary, and it's a World War One song, and I used to use it in class all the time when I taught all Quiet of the Western Front. As, as, as everyone does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a long it's, way it's to it's
3: Tipperary. A, How could I forget yeah, anyway, that lyric about that square, Fair and, square? Yeah. In England that time.
2: It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way.
1: A long way to Tipperary, to the sweetest girl I
2: know, Goodbye, the bye.
0: I like the fact that they really went all out making it authentically look like a train station. You know, like you know, yeah. And and you had to. And they had line control pretty well. They planned for a long line in that thing because that line snakes like, Except like crazy. And there's like it the, was never
1: full, which was kind of nice.
0: Yeah, but I, I do like the fact that if. I did like the fact that they planned the line so well that there is actually now it's it's just a news agent inside the thing, but it actually sells. You could if you're you know, you yeah could buy food you could buy snacks online. if you're
3: dying in line yeah. or you just haven't eaten um, in ten minutes.
0: But you know you have those two experiences, and then we the Men in Black experience I think was very close to like um, the Toy Story midway. Midway Mania? The one where, that was the one where um, we were shooting things. No, at it's the,
3: it's more like a Bud Light Years. Bud Light Years. Um, uh Space, space, range, range, space yeah. Ranger Space spin.
0: Yeah, something like that. The one that's in Tomorrowland.
3: Yeah, where you're where you're shooting the, the little yeah. um aliens and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um that you get a nice view of, by the way, when you are on the Wedway way People Mover and you see it from above it's pretty cool anyway um right but the men in black thing was like that and that was really, those i've always had fun with those sorts of rides because i like having swing, something to do yeah they swing you around and stuff um then it was minion rush the shrek ride the shrek ride was almost like the in-between time between something that's brand new like that the, like the minion rush ride and the t2 thing because mm-hmm. there was a more show aspect to it but it was nobody live on stage it was almost like that muppet one that we saw muppet the, vision 3D. the
3: muppet vision or like the um the symphony one at yeah the, the mickey the,
0: symphony one in fantasyland
3: philhar magic
0: yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah where
3: you sit in a big theater with your glasses
0: and um and i made the on on a previous episode where i was covering the princess bride it was when i was in the middle of that because um, i had watched trek god knows how long that i realized how much lord farquhar owes himself to Prince Humperdinck from yes. The Princess Bride, and it was just something that occurred to me. as In the middle of the show, I'm like, wow, this really is that character. Um,
3: I think it doesn't hurt yeah. that he's played by John Lithgow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who does the voice very yes. well. Um, the Mummy coaster was really cool. That
3: was great. That Isn't was that, really good. Yeah,
0: the, the, that indoor, oh an my indoor God, coaster that with Roos, some 3D the effects. The roof is stuff.
3: on fire, and you yeah. can feel the heat. Now, that did freak me out a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> I was, was like, um, it's hot in here. Well, and
0: we went on a bunch of the coasters, and... Um, it was you had uh, in the. I think the only one we didn't go on.
3: We didn't go on the um Rock. the Hollywood Rocket or whatever yeah. it was. We did. well for one thing. Again, as you mentioned, we had a number of rainy afternoons, which was fine. But the minute like a raindrop hits Universal, they shut down a bunch of coasters.
0: They do that with with bush gardens as well because Yeah, well, you know,
3: for, they don't want, they want to get struck by well, lightning. Yeah. Like, I get it. Um, so, like, anytime we actually had, like, a free moment to ride it, it was closed.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Now, the Jimmy Fallon one was fairly new. It was, and, yeah. And they were taking, this is where the Express Pass worked out really well. They mm-hmm. were taking reservations for people without them, but with the Express Pass, you can just get yourself in. hmm And that was a ride where I found, I had... I had fun on the ride, but there were parts of it where I felt that I was having more fun watching the clips from the Tonight Show as we were standing in line. because mm. um, it was just it was it was a ride that I'd ride again just to get the experience because the ride goes really fast. Not like speed wise, but like the whole Makes thing feel, is like, yeah, it's really yeah.
3: manic. And yeah.
0: And so it would be one of those things where I wanna go on that again just because I feel like I missed a you bunch probably of miss stuff. missed
3: some stuff, yeah. Yeah,
0: but it was it was really fun. And I loved I mean, we went on that Simpsons ride. Twice, we did, right?
3: that, yeah. Brett wanted to go on. It was twice.
0: so that Simpson ride is incredibly fun. And
3: those two rides have the two things they have in common is it's like you get they do a good job of sort of catching you up mm-hmm. um, on a lot of on a lot of stuff about the show. Yeah. Before you get on the ride, so like my parents who don't really watch the Simpsons and have, don't really know that much about them. I mean, yeah. they know a little bit, but um, you know when you're watching the the pre-stuff for the Simpsons ride. It's like crusty, like, you know, telling you, like, hey, if you lose a limb, it's, that's on you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um And you get to see all the different characters before you get on the ride. And then you get on the ride, and you're like, okay, now it's really funny if you're a lifelong Simpsons fan. But it, it, even if you're not, it's still entertaining because you kind of got introduced to everything yeah. before you got on the ride. And I, think with, I think the Jimmy Fallon ride did an excellent... It, it, it just looks cool. It looks yeah. like you're at the studio yeah. with the elevator bank and like the lobby, and you can hang out and look at the artifacts and whatever. I mean, like I'm not a huge Jimmy Fallon fan, but um, I thought both rides do, I think, the right job in getting you caught up. You're watching the clips yeah. and whatever before you get on the ride, so that at least you have a little bit of reference. So, like Brett. Brett never, we never let him, of course, stay up late enough to watch a tonight show. So he no. had no idea what the hell he was getting on. Yeah. But he understood enough that yeah. when he got on the ride, he was like, okay. Like he knew, um, I can't remember what the character is. He was always like, ew. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the, 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 the sketch is called, yes. ew. But yeah. Ew. And I don't remember what the, what the character's name is, though. But like, he, but by the time Brett got on the ride, he knew who yeah. that was. Yeah.
0: So. Um, the, the, the Simpsons thing and the Springfield thing was was really fun and you and I have been friends fans of the Simpsons going back to the 90s mm-hmm. we watched a we watched it when it came out we watched it when it came out and we stopped watching it probably probably like 2001 2002 but maybe a little bit later we haven't we haven't watched it we haven't watched first run Simpsons
3: I'd probably say maybe more like 2006
0: maybe I can't, I'm trying to remember
3: Cause we, were, we were still watching it when we moved here yeah
1: I mean, but not like it's been a while. Like, but yeah. It's been
0: a while. But like, uh, a lot of the stuff, but the stuff, a lot of the stuff is there is like the classic stuff, and they do a good job at recreating um, Flaming Moe's and the comic shop, and, and you know, there, there's restaurants Duck in there, the food court, and you know, Duff Gardens and all that, and the Bubbly Man taco, Bubbly Man's taco thing. Truck,
3: and our favorite, Lard Lad Donuts. Oh,
0: yeah, the Lard Lad Donut guy, and those donuts. Yes. So... They sell um, huge, like the size of a cake,
3: like a dinner plate.
0: Yeah, size of a plate. dinner it's a donut. plate donut, and they they have a, they're basically glazed donuts. Yes, one has pink icing, one has chocolate icing, and the, the pink icing ones were definitely the better of the two.
3: I like them both, but I prefer the pink. Yeah.
0: But they were, uh, I think we bought quite a few of four. them. Four. <laughs> yeah, we were there
3: for five days. <laughs> we
0: bought about we four. four donuts. <laughs> it was, they were just so good, and
3: even my parents got like hooked on them, and then we had to go back and like buy more. Yeah, they like, it's it
0: just so good. They were really, really yeah. good. They had a lot of good Simpsons merchandise there too. That was that they was good merch.
3: We got we got our Bort keychain.
0: We do have a Bort keychain. I got a Pin Pal's t shirt, and a um, and a
3: uh, got a coffee mug. Most
0: Tavern, yes, I got my coffee mug. Most Tavern, memo uh, pad, pad. yeah, yeah, and they had a lot of others. Like you could easily drop
1: a. ton Money.
3: I spent so much money on Harry Potter crap yeah. like I I Got stuff for Brett for his birthday. I think I bought like a shirt and a notebook and a keychain mm-hmm. And it was like we
0: bought this Jersey and plus you bought the interactive one the interactive one oh, yeah, interactive one yes. Um he, he explained it a little bit more in, in his thing But it was one of the thing where you would do the spell in front of the sensor and the it would the trigger sensor. something yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, I once again as with Disney I Think we took him at the right age to do it mm-hmm. because we you know we took him to Disney World at seven years old And he was tall enough to ride I think the majority of rides. Pretty much the everything. Rides,
3: everything but like Rock and Roller, roller coaster, coaster Yeah, he was tall enough. Of, and we rode last, last year
0: and so but he was also taught, He was also old enough to have the endurance to make it through a vacation like that now We would go back to the pool and stuff like yeah. that, but at the same time you know And we were seeing this at Universal with people who brought these little Uh, kids and it was like meltdown city all the time.
3: Yeah, we got Um, stuck behind a toddler. She couldn't have been older than like two or three. And her big sister, who I think was maybe like five or six, was like, do you want me to help you do the spell? And she's like, ah! And she's just like lost it and threw herself on the floor. And you know, you're standing in line waiting to cast your spell because you can only do it one at a time. And... I mean, I know I have a kid, but I'm looking at this kid throwing a fit. Like, all right, move along, sweet cheeks. Like, you're too young. <laughs> and Brent's Grandma should have never bought you that wand. Brett was Let's incredibly go.
0: patient, and to Universal's credit, especially in Diagon Alley, they had cast members helping people. Yeah, some of those senses were a little hard to find or a little hard to match. Well, and you
3: have to figure too, like they're probably wearing down too when you think of how many people come through there yeah. and you know wave that yeah. wand at stuff.
0: But here, you know, we had a. We had a blast doing that, and, and um, uh, so so moving along to some of the other, uh, you had to skip from there. There was the dragon chase. Like I want to say dragon attack. Yeah, dragon. I want to say I wanted to say dragon attack. If it's a queen song, no. Um, because if we're going over to Islands of Adventure, uh, it's in the.
3: It's in Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade,
0: Hogsmeade was the. Because
3: uh, we wrote that, we wrote the hippogriff.
0: Yes. The hippogriff is the The uh, flight
3: of the Hippogriff.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of the junior yes. coaster.
3: It was a little more laid back than I wanted. Yeah. But it was fine.
0: It's still fun. But it will,
3: I like the dragon one. The the dueling dragons or dragon attack or whatever it is. Yeah. Um Thanks. Dragon Challenge. Dragon Challenge,
0: thank you.
3: I really like that. That was the one where it cor- it had so many corkscrews and like turns in it that you got off the coaster and you were Kind of knock kneed, yeah. trying to walk after getting off of it, Yeah. which is my jam.
0: It was it like did, being disoriented. It did mess up your, um, your center ring. of gravity yeah. a little bit, but in a in a really good way. It was it was a lot of fun. And
3: Apparently, it's going to be replaced. Uh,
0: oh, interesting.
3: Let's see. This is as of July twenty fourth. The last day to ride Dragon Challenge will be September 4th. Oh,
0: so it's already closed.
3: Its replacement opens in 2019. Oh, that's a bummer.
0: That was a really cool coaster. Well, It's going to be another
3: Harry Potter ride.
0: Okay, maybe it'll be, you know. Because um, that, that was a really cool coaster. Maybe, maybe we'll... Uh...
3: Apparently, the people who built that the Dragon Challenge coaster also built the Hulk
0: coaster. Uh, the Hulk coaster. I think out of all of those coasters, that was my favorite one
3: hmm
0: and I think it's because it had something that I loved absolutely about the rock and roller coaster Disney World where it's it it doesn't it, it accelerates you quickly because you know, um, I Think the, the the thing that I've always not liked about roller coasters like that is the big climb you know, the, the rest of it is really, really cool, but like I like the fact that you're when you start on the Hulk coaster you're going you're going up, up, up and you get about halfway and you hear the Hulk roar and all of a sudden you're like zero to seventy like right away mm-hmm. and you're going through all the corkscrews. And for a for a roller coaster for a fairly new roller coaster that was a pretty long co- I mean, you know, these mm-hmm. roller coasters aren't very long anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about Bush Garden and the Loch Ness Monster. That's a coaster that's probably, what, 30, 35 years old at this point.
3: And yeah. I that's still miss the lengthy, Big Bad Wolf. Yeah,
0: I do too. That's a pretty lengthy coaster. But hope was pretty long for, for a ride. And we went on it at yeah. least twice, right?
3: Yes. And apparently they rebuilt it last year. Like, they okay. rebuilt it from the ground up. They kept the track, but they, like, changed the vehicles and mm-hmm. speed and stuff like that. So
0: It was really cool. No, it was good. Um... And we did the Spider Man ride. That was, was, fun. was fun.
3: Another sort of three D yeah. kind of ride. Did we ride that twice? I don't remember. No, we
0: only rode it once. once. And we tried to ride Kong once, and the ride broke down. But then we rode it again, and
3: it was that I. was kind
0: of cool. That reminded me of the classic Universal Studios
3: tour ride. Or like yeah, Hawaii. or like Jurassic Park when yeah. you or
0: Jaws. Yeah, like that sort of stuff.
3: Like you're you're you know motoring along, and then you get stuck, and yeah. something comes and screams in your face.
0: Yeah, and although and, well, it was funny, it moved itself along quickly enough that it didn't seem tedious. Although,
3: there was time. that, what was the one part where Kong, like, basically took the jaws of that dinosaur yeah. and, like, <laughs> ripped them, like, inside out? And I was like, damn, I think it had to be that violent Jesus. We get it. You're, like, yeah. king of the jungle. Yeah, Relax. Like, I mean,
0: overall, we, like, really enjoyed a lot of these rides that... Um, some of them have been here for a while, and some of them some of them are fairly new. Uh, and we, you know, since it was so easy to go back and forth between the two parks, we found ourselves going back and forth on a on a fairly regular basis. And we were um, what I was a, what I was actually surprised by was how well the boat transportation from our hotel mm-hmm. worked from. To the parks because um, our first night there, we went. Um, I don't, We went down to City Walk. I don't even know if we went into the park. We were just, we were there. And um, we got caught in the rain. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, well, let's go back to the uh, hotel. Let's go back to the hotel. So we decided to get on the on. The We're like, well, we'll do the bus because we have been so accustomed. Yeah, the boat was closed. We were so accustomed to the buses, like in you know the Disney parks, and that whatever whatever was going on, I don't know. That bus took like an hour. Yeah, that was a nightmare. It was was pretty bad.
3: But but that's another thing in terms of like if you're going, you know, Universal has sunk a lot of money into marketing itself as an alternative to Disney. Like, you know, we're just as good as Disney, yeah. we have better rides, you know, the I'm ready campaign with the older kids saying, I'm ready to like, yeah. you know, blah, 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 blah. It was a way to sort of play on like, you know, I'm too big for Disney now. Like, yeah, that's, you know. Yeah, that was the
0: message that we're saying. I'm you.
3: ready to do something really exciting yeah. and adventurous. And so, you know, they poured a lot of money into, and they've got like lovely hotels. I really liked our hotel. Um, and so they've got, they've got a lot of things going for them, but there's just some things that Disney does better that if you're mm-hmm. going to truly compete for Disney dollars, yeah. I don't think it makes sense in a location where it thunderstorms every single day in the summer to have your main mode of transportation be in the water. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was smooth and it worked most of the time, but when it didn't, It really didn't. It shut down everything. And it's not like Disney where there's a fleet of buses Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. I mean, at one point we were waiting for that bus. I almost just called an Uber because it (laughs) was taking so long. I mean, so, like, you you got to sink some money into your infrastructure. And I don't know if going solely with the boats was the right decision mm-hmm. yeah I mean because when the boat was available
0: it was very convenient but there were a couple of times where the rain was yeah on its way and we
3: or like we pulled there was one time we didn't want to wait for the bus again so we walked back to the hotel which wasn't yeah. too bad yeah it wasn't that so wasn't we bad walked one. back to the hotel okay fine that was one time and then there was the other time where we caught the last boat back to the hotel yeah. they dropped us off and then they were like boats are closed yeah so, you know, there were, and that was, you know, we were there for, you know, five nights. So that's three out of the five nights mm-hmm. where the boats weren't available. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, let's talk about the so hotel. We stayed at the the Lowe's Portofino Bay, and there's, mm-hmm. how many hotels is there Hard Rock, there's the Portofino Bay, and there's, a, is there a, is there there's Sapphire
3: Bay? Falls. Okay. I think there are four or five. Okay. Because there's the one that, um, kind of, well, no, and then there's the value ones. There's, um, Cabana Bay. Uh-huh. And um, the the Cabana Bay one that kind of has that sixties vibe that yeah. we almost stayed at because yeah, I'm a sucker yeah, 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 for that yeah. stuff. Um, so uh, I can't remember all the hotels, <clears throat> but I think there may there might be like six or seven. Um, I don't know if they're all those hotels. They might be probably.
0: They were playing the advertisements. They're playing the advertisements on the way like home on the, the way airport. back to the airport. Um, we but we stayed at the Portofino Bay, which is one of the ones. That has like a really really good reputation, and mm-hmm. it, it um, it's all Italian, Italian modeled. Yes. Um, but we apparently avoided a lot of the people from Jersey. Uh, they were all a beach club. <laughs> they were a beach club. Uh, the room, the room was a really good room and a little balcony. And, and um, we had we had a room that was like all the way at the end of the yeah. the hall, but um, but the room was nice. It, the room was nice. The rooms are very nice,
3: and you know the hotel was great. But again, like. I just think if you're going to have a meal plan, you need to make well, it so thick. that you can eat at the hotel restaurants. Yeah. Because I think the problem Portofino Bay had is there was kind of no real medium level place to eat. Mm-hmm. Like every place was like expensive and you did need a reservation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was like a deli.
0: Yeah. Or it was either expensive or it was takeout. Yeah. It, exactly.
3: Or like, you know, very super casual. Like, cause I'm like, you know, there's gotta be a medium place between, you know, heavy red sauce mama leone's whatever and yeah. like here have a sub like I, there well, had to be in the same in way between. that like when we were at
0: the when we were at the um both the wilderness lodge and the polynesian resort had that because the pollen the wilderness lodge has the really nice restaurant yeah artist point and but it has the
3: Whispering Canyon.
0: Canyon, and then it has the quick service, quick service yeah. and the Whispering Canyon is that mid-level one that we really enjoyed. Yeah, um, Polynesian has a couple. It has, mm-hmm. the, and even the quick service place that Polynesian does almost feel like a mid. Mid level one two. I a lot of will legit
3: stuff. tell you, Captain Cooks was my jam. Yeah. Like I didn't. I mean, we ate at Ohana too, which was lovely. I loved Ohana. But yeah. I could eat. I could have eaten those pork nachos, <laughs> and I did yeah. quite often. But I could have had them every day. I would have been fine.
0: Yeah, and the I mean, like Cranny, Disney knows how to do the upscale dining thing, like mm-hmm. like anybody else, because well, like you know we went to Chico yeah. that one night, and yeah. that was the best meal we had out of the and f- I, three I, years we went. And
3: I'd say that's the other thing I think Disney has just had more experience doing, which is like having those unique dining experience. Like take the character ones out of it, you know, mm-hmm. like take you know those are unique too. But even just like the unique or like interesting or world-renowned, like, things that you can get. At, I mean, there's an entire there are entire blogs dedicated to eating at Disney World. Yeah, I know. And, like, how to drink your way around the world at Epcot, how to eat your way yeah. around the world at Epcot. They've got a food and wine festival. That's what they're really known for. And I think, again, with Universal, it, it, you know, you go to the City Walk, and it's a lot of chain rush. I mean, we mm-hmm. ate. I mean, listen, when you're hot and you've been walking around all day, you could probably chew on a piece of shoe leather, and it would be fine. Because mm-hmm. you're hungry, and you're tired, you don't care. But, you know, I mean, when you think about, you know, Disney, it, it's like you can eat some of the best food you've had there if you, if you really want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And with Universal, it is a little more utilitarian. It's, it is a
0: little more like theme park food. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: theme park food. Or like, you know, the City Walk is like going to, you know, Stonefield in Charlottesville where it's all your, chain restaurants.
0: Your, your, um
3: or Chor or whatever
0: yeah or, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, or I mean, Tyson's it's, Corner or something yeah like. exactly it's upscale, it's upscale chain. it's or... upscale but it's chain yeah, yeah. but and and um, because like we went to and the thing that, that's the thing I do love about eating at Epcot for instance because even though Epcot is a little bit toned down in terms of some of the stuff that they have in the international pavilions you know because like you know like we went to the Moroccan thing it was really good but clearly like you, mm-hmm. you go to a Moroccan restaurant or a Middle Eastern okay. restaurant around here and it's like you know it's, it's almost like a, a step up but at the same time they serve as such a great gateway to that type of cuisine mm-hmm. that you would have never thought to eat. I mean, granted, okay, China's a little different, you know, because the people eat Chinese food all the time, and a lot of the dishes yeah. are the Chinese menu. In Epcot. But it's a lot of Cantonese. Yeah, it's a lot of Cantonese yeah, stuff. Yeah, Chinese. And, and that's why we avoided the Italian restaurant in Epcot, because it's like... Although I've know, heard that pizza place is pretty good. Yeah, but like, you know, but 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 we went to the German beer garden, mm-hmm. and now we had gone to, we have, um, we have this, that... We have a wonderful German restaurant near us, about thirty, about 30 minutes up the road, called Bavarian Chef that we've been to repeatedly, and we've taken people there. But you know, the, the beer garden in Germany, you know, that's a really good, almost like gateway to, hey, here's a good sample of this.
3: Well, it's the food of your people. Yeah,
0: and it and it, it, is, it is, but it, it but it's one of those things like, and I we never really ate it in Norway, for instance, um, but I could imagine that some of the dishes there is just something like I've always wanted to try this, and I can, or this would be interesting. Well, to and try. that one of the
3: snacks there, the school bread is yeah. highlighted on the Disney blogs all the yeah, time. Yeah 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 so, so but with
0: like so we went to Mythos and the and the, the food is really good but I was I got a falafel burger but it was basically it was a burger. Yeah. You know and, and stuff like that. But um we went to we
3: we They had the best sangria I think <laughs> I've ever had. Which as we all know is not really Greek. But it was damn delicious, and I had like three of them. It was great. Was it
0: right up there with the um, the sangria we had in Vegas where we...
3: <gasps> no, nothing will top the sangria at um, Julia and Serrano because they fished the fruit out for you and put it on a plate so you can eat the boozy fruit for dessert if you want to. Yeah.
0: And we walked around the City Walk, which is a lot like the Disney Springs downtown it Disney is. thing. And, and they are very comparable, I will say that, you know, they But
3: I think Disney Springs, again, because it's Disney, they've really attracted some mm-hmm. top, literally top chefs. And, I mean, Rick Bayless has a yeah. restaurant out there. Uh, Morimoto has a restaurant mm-hmm. out there. Um, the seafood place is, yeah. is an independent place. Um, yeah. They, you know, there are well-known chefs that are yeah. putting restaurants at the Disney Springs and that they're not, that CityWalk is yeah. not getting. And
0: from what I understand, they keep revamping Disney Springs to like the point where they keep expanding. Cause it's been, cause the one yeah. outside of Disney Springs was the crowd. But at the same time, from what I understand in the last, even in the last
3: like year, two
0: years since mm-hmm. we, we were there, cause we didn't go down there. No, the we didn't go down there last year. Two years ago. Um, they've opened more, they've expanded more. So they really are paying attention to the size of the mm-hmm. attraction there because, If you do think about it, you don't need a park pass to go to Disney Springs. So they... thats You could attract, like, locals. You can attract a lot of stuff. And and they have that huge... um, They have a huge merch store there for Disney stuff. And Universal's got kind of something similar. They had a lot of really... I
3: thought Universal had good merchandise. I was disappointed that they... You know, I'm a sucker for the Christmas stores. Mm -hmm. And they not in general at, at like Disney yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like I shop or at Christmas the, stores the in old
1: Christmas
0: Virginia. shop and the one in yes. Germany are two of our favorite stores the one in Germany see. is amazing
3: and so uh, at Epcot and so I saw that they had one at um, I think it was Islands of Adventure Yeah, and I was like oh let me go and it was all I mean I get, it was How the Grinch Stole Christmas Stuff which could have been great was alright, and the Simpsons stuff could have been great, but was okay. Yeah. Um. So I ended up getting the Hogwarts Express mm-hmm. ornament for my ornament, but um. Yeah. So yeah, it could have been. It could have been better, because like when you know when Disney came out with that '60s themed Christmas wow, stuff, that
0: stuff was great.
3: I could buy. I mean, I have almost yeah. every piece of it, and I I'm not a person who likes Disney crap all Disney, over my stuff.
0: Disney i it's think great. what it is and i think the other thing i've noticed too and granted did disney the whole disney parks thing is an experience in itself there are people who are fans of disney parks without being fans of disney movies too you know mm-hmm. like in, in, in that regard and the universal stuff was the ornaments were nice but they were kind of that generic yeah character license thing whereas disney like we'll go on the like i have the um I have one of the mouseier ones where it is, I think it was Space Mountain or, it's space or something. Yeah, like space, space, Mountain. space Mountain. And then um, there are Disney Christmas ornaments that are the garbage cans from various places throughout the park, and it's like little quirky things like that yeah. that um, that people. You know like I remember I, I don't own one of the garbage cans from like Polynesia or Epcot or something but it's I, the, the, the fact that they're there I'm like I find that really yeah charming and endearing you and put nice that
3: stuff. on your list but I was like I'm not buying you a garbage can <laughs> yeah. ornament but, sorry um, but, but I do and I, and I have a shoe this yeah. like the 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 princess and the villainous shoes. like I have a Maleficent shoe yes. And, yes and
0: and then the um, and in the German pavilion in Epcot it's a very uh, it looks, you know, they're a little more authentic toward, like, what you yeah. see in Germany, and I, I don't know the the style of that, but we all had the pretzel one we bought, and... and with the clock? With the, claw and the, the I, clock. I the snowman, and
3: the, the blown glass snowman. Yeah, yeah. So, and then sort of the Christopher Radko-looking Pluto that's, that's for Brett. That's what I was thinking of. Brett. Yeah. So, yeah, we, um... Yeah, they do it very... Bar- I mean, I think i bought more ornaments at the German Christmas store than, like, any other shop in Yeah. <laughs> at Disney. And
0: we... And with Universal, there were, um... The cool thing that Universal had that I like kept running into and was thinking of, were like T-shirts too. Like the, there were so many different T-shirts. They had great T-shirts,
3: and I also, I mean, like again, I really think Harry Potter, the Harry Potter stuff, mm-hmm. is where Universal shines. I think the two Harry Potter worlds are beautifully done. They're really immersive. They're great, and I think if they could start to apply that model to the rest of the parks, they really could give Disney a run for their money. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, like, the souvenirs, there's just so many, like, little things that, like, and just, the, again, the sort of atmospheric way they did it. Like, when you go to Borgen and Burke's, and that's the dark magic shop, and it's mm-hmm. evil, there's only certain things you can get only at that shop. It's really kind of dark and creepy, I... and you can only get, like, like, you can only get the dark mark tattoos mm-hmm. at... Borgen and Burks and, yeah, you know, I, that sort of thing. So it's just, again, those, exp- it, it, it's that blending of experience and commerce and, and, you know, something you buy it and you're like, oh, this is cool. I'm not yeah. going to get this. Even if you could get it somewhere else, you don't feel yeah. stupid buying it. Through.
0: I do. I do like that. And I've always liked that about, I've always liked that. It's, it's a weird, like, you know, it makes, it makes you feel kind of special that you, you, went to that place and you got that thing there. Mm-hmm and you don't get that as much as you used to in the age where everything is available online. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, I don't necessarily have to go to universal or Disney to get a particular thing. But you know, if I at you, but you know, if I really wanted to make the effort and, but at the same time, like I, we were there and you were buying the, you bought the tattoos for your, your friend. I still and, have to get them to her. Um, house. but I they had, like, well, they did, they had, but you went into, um, some of the other shops in, in the park, and you didn't see that stuff, even though you saw their Harry yeah. Potter, like the Gryffindor jersey that you got for yeah. Brett, and, and I did appreciate the fact that, again, I don't know much about the different houses, but you could see how they had, like, essentially costume stuff, or t-shirts, or scarves, or whatever, um, for all of the different houses, and you yeah. could, you could, like immerse yourself as the Harry Potter character.
3: Yeah, or if you identify with a certain house, so for instance, like, Brett is a Gryffindor and I am a Ravenclaw, so if I wanted to go get some Ravenclaw merch, Mm -hmm. I could have done that.
0: Jim Shiflet has this theory that all English teachers are Hufflepuff, but I have no idea what that means,
3: so... <laughs> I, can, I think you're... Brett and I both think you're a Hufflepuff. Uh, you need to you need to read the books and see what okay, you think. Now, to, to be me. honest, the books don't give you necessarily, like... It's not like they break down, like, this is a Gryffindor, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah, whatever. Just, In fact, it's funny, because when you take the little quizzes online, some dork always has to be like how do you even know there's not enough details in the books to even like know what it does and it's like it's a BuzzFeed quiz why don't you calm down Um, so anyway I'm the same way about stuff like that
0: where people get like all like you know nitpicky about certain things and you're just like you're
3: it's like it's something fun I'm doing between the work I have to do and the other (laughs) crap in my life I have to do took this quiz in 30 seconds why don't you just chill out I'm a Ravenclaw, damn it. <laughs> Leave me alone.
0: So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that, like I said, we, um, we, you, you and I went to Cowfish.
3: Which is a chain.
0: Which is a chain, but at the same time...
3: We um, had a good time.
0: I had, um, the, we, the, their chips and salsa was the edamame. Yes. That was, although I think we ordered that, but it was, it was really, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... Burger-ushi, yes. Which was essentially
3: uh, sushi, sushi baked but with beef. Beef that was and cooked.
0: it was really good.
3: Yeah. And I had real sushi like a woman. Yeah. Like
0: a real woman. <laughs> which you also said was very good. It was
3: delicious. Yeah.
0: And then we went to, uh, was it? Antojitos. Antojitos. And um, with uh, with your parents and everything, we had we, you and I had the pork.
3: Did We all have a pork taco and a breadhead,
0: no. like you were. Eating? You
3: no, my dad got because my dad can't live without beef. I think he got like carne asada, uh-huh. and you and I got the um, got the uh, the pork.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What kind of? Po- God, I'm blanking on what kind of. I, I came. I loved it so much. I found the Rick Bayless recipe in yeah. my cookbook. even with the pickled it, onions. With the pickled onions and the achiote paste yeah. and um, all that stuff. What is it called? I, I'm blanking. I don't remember. Oh, cochinita pibil. God almighty, that's what it's called. Um, so basically, it means achiote pork. But I loved those tacos so much that I came home and made cochinita pibil tacos for us to eat. And they were
0: outstanding. And I think Brad had some, too. <laughs> yeah, Brad ate it, too. Yeah, yeah. and so...
3: Um, and they also make it um, at the Bebadero, which is a Mexican restaurant uh, here in Charlottesville. You can also get the... Um, you need to be able let's get those the next time we go it's really good
0: um, so uh, let's see if if somebody's planning I don't, a lot of the people who like okay, man I have like forty listeners but um, <laughs> people who are listening to this, if they're consider this um, I, I know I think we've done a pretty good job at explaining some of the stuff to not do we're talking about like you know don't waste your time with the meal plan. Whereas at Disney, the meal plan really is helpful. It really does you save you money. Yep. Um, I don't know if you were going as a couple. If you really necessarily need the meal plan,
3: you may you may not. Um, I, I I don't know. I think I think now that they're a little bit better about letting you um, convert like credits, like mm-hmm. that you can use. You know, instead of getting dessert with every meal, you can get a bottle of water. You know that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. thing. Like, I don't know if you'll necessarily. Th- basically, the guiding principle with the meal plan at Disney is use all your table credits. Meal plan pays for itself. Yeah. The other thing is just make the, sure you use your table credits. Yes,
0: yeah, the other thing that Disney has over Universal is their system of tracking all these things.
3: You, That's Disney, a good point. Disney has
0: Disney has the bracelets. Yeah, the Magic Bands. The Magic Bands and Universal has. Um, essentially uh, a card with a UPC, a barcode Well, and there's so
3: with, many cards. There's like four cards you have to well, keep track of. Because the other thing we didn't mention about the hotel, we stayed on the quote-unquote, oh, no, we got access to the club. Yes. Which, the lounge, which we, similar to what we do with Disney, where we would stay on the club and have yeah. access to the lounge. And the lounge was all right. It was fine. Um, but, you know, you had your room key. Your lounge access key. Mm-hmm. And then you had your park ticket. Yes. Um, your express pass. Yes. So by the time I was said, then you had like four or five and your cards. Photo pass. And your photo pass. if your photo pass you, because my mom insisted on getting the picture pass. And yeah. then apparently, apparently don't waste your money with that either because they cocked up a bunch of her photos yeah. and wouldn't let her have access to them. So don't bother with the meal plan. Don't bother with the photo plan. Um, and, uh... But you have to wear what, this is the one thing I actually didn't like because I have sensitive skin you have to wear this you, you buy these lanyards yeah. you wear them around your neck where you put you know your express pass in and, and your park ticket well I broke out my lanyard broke me out in a rush. <laughs> like, I, and it was so miserable to have around my neck the whole freaking time. I would have much rather had, well, like, a I'm, magic band. I'm
0: the same way. I, I, you know, I do wear a lanyard to work every day, but I always wear my lanyard under a collar or around a collar. And any time I wear a t-shirt to work, I put it in my pocket because my yeah. skin also gets irritated by the lanyard and you are right switching back and forth and making sure you didn't drop a card or lose mm-hmm. a card like, you know whereas with Disney everything's loaded yeah. onto the magic band so like universal really needs to come up with a way to My mom
3: was saying they're working on it. Yeah. They are working on some sort of centralized accessory yeah. that will hold all of your info. Yeah. So
0: and I think that I think that coming into the mentality that you can't have the expectation that every single thing is going to be exactly the way it is at the at the mm-hmm. competition park is a good thing, Um, but also knowing that uh, you have to be somebody who, I think you have to be somebody who essentially likes thrill rides to Mm -hmm. go to that park. Um, You could not like roller coasters at all and still absolutely enjoy any of the Disney parks.
3: Yeah, because in my opinion the roller coasters aren't really roller coasters. Yes.
0: I mean they're great rides. I mean except rock and roller coaster is yeah. probably the only real yeah. one. But you mean know, they're great they're great fun rides, but if you're one of those people who's like, you know, well oh, I'm not going on Everest, that's fine. There's like a bunch of other stuff to do. With Universal, your choices are kind of limited unless you want to ride a lot of these high speed thrill rides, some of which have loops and crazy things and some of which are just you're sitting essentially in a theater that really is Moving, and I think at one point I looked over. It might have been during the Simpsons one, because I was just kind of looking around to see what I could see on the screen. I think when I did the second time of we riding the Simpsons, and I glanced over to my right, and you could see the other ride, oh. and it looked like we were on. The best way I can describe it is that the entire thing was on one of those, uh, like construction vehicles, like the dirt movers. Mm-hmm. You know, that just kind of move not yeah. levelers, like but the, when they pick things yeah. up and they dump things out. And I'm like, that is a great mechanism for a ride like that. Yeah. And it's and Soren kind of uses the same thing. So Soren, you have to hang you're because hanging. you're flying. Yes. And um, and Soren also looks. Well, so, that's kind
3: of how Forbidden Journey was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Forbidden Journey was a lot like that because you're, you're you're flying, and they also are taking their cue from a lot of the uh, hanging roller coasters that were adopted, like the Dragon Challenge. Yeah. in especially through the '90s, there were a ton of those. Uh, Bush Gardens has the Griffin. Yeah. And they had Alpengeist and stuff and. But, yeah, I just thought the mechanisms were really cool. And what they did was they just found a way to immerse you into this, I think they call it 4D. Uh-huh. And, you know, so but you have to really want to ride stuff like that. And if, you, if you're if you not somebody who really likes to do that, you're not... You might have a good time, but you're not going to... Yeah. You, you, might, you might miss out on, on some things.
3: I will say one of the coolest things in terms of, like, character interactions is when they did bust out... Um, the characters from uh, Transformers, like when mm-hmm. they came out for the photo op, and yeah. um, what was the one we took our picture with? Megatron. Megatron, the Megatron. I mean, like the the, the the you know, there's someone in the suit, but they're on these stilts, and it's hugely like a mechanized suit. Yeah. And Bumblebee was out there too, and that was more humorous, but like. I mean, that thing, if you're a little kid, that thing is going to scare the bejeebers yeah. out of you. Which I was really impressed with. I was like, that is really cool. Like, I thought, I mean, you couldn't pay me to go see a Transformers movie, mm-hmm. but I liked the ride and I thought the sort of interactive yeah. go get your picture taken with Megatron or like Bumblebee or who are like Optimus Prime was really cool. Yeah, it was They cool. did a really
0: yeah. good job. And we also got our pictures taken with Sideshow Bob at Krusty, I think. Yes. And that was that was pretty fun. Um, we did do one character breakfast, which
2: mm-hmm.
0: was when we finally got around. They did bring all the much like the, it, which I think the best comparison is the, like the Crystal Palace.
3: Yeah, or like breakfast. Kate May, the, Cafe Cafe May Cafe or whatever, where they all come to every table. Bring,
0: now, now I will say that Disney has a better idea of crowd control on that because we we got sat we got sat next to
3: this yeah obnoxious family to that obnoxious family
0: who, who seemed to like
3: try to yeah they tried to get it, it, anyway there's always that everything. there's always some obnoxious person like in but, these of things actually my biggest complaint was the food the food yeah, was, was not, not right very yet. good and for what you pay it's like uh could it it's please like, be better
0: it was like basically buffet eggs bacon and But everything was. was,
3: But things were all like people. I don't. Maybe it was the obnoxious family going to the buffet. By the time you got to the buffet, it was like already like wiped out. It was
0: picked over, and a lot of the stuff did taste a little warmed over and stuff. Yeah. Granted, we weren't ordering. Well, and we were only doing it because
3: (laughs) well, and we were only doing it because Brett really wanted to to get his picture taken with a the minion, minion. Okay, yeah okay great and that's what we did yeah but and it was like it was like spongebob mission, and the minions and stuff yeah we yeah. had we had a good time but, and that's yeah. and you know you, you think like when he's at the he's at the age now where it's like he's probably never going to want to do a character practice again yeah. so you you roll with it
0: yeah i could see like he's starting to age out of some of the cartoon character related stuff and but like you know if you go back to a park where there is like, we didn't get the chance to stand in line to meet Captain America because we were eating at the time. But, like, you know, little things like that, I'm sure that, like, when you're a teenager, that's actually kind of, you know, a little more...
3: Maybe if more it were actually Chris Evans, I would have gotten in line. <laughs> I'm not going to take but, any other Captain America. But, like,
0: Cap and Spidey and those sorts of yes. things would have been would have been fun in the same way that Chewie and Kylo Ren were, Yeah. you know, out in you know, out at Allywood at Studios. Um, but no, overall I had a really, really good time and um uh it found it to be um as far as a theme park experience, it was more stress free than I now it was too stress free, but it was as a theme park experience I felt that it went very, mm-hmm. very well. And um
3: I didn't feel like I had the speed walk and like yes. bust through crowds as much. Like you really could just kind of walk around and be like whatever. Now I guess the one recommendation I would make is, you know, we went for five days. I don't think you need to go for five days.
0: I think I'm I think
3: I kind. think even if you added it on as like added it on to Disney, mm-hmm. like, and I don't, I just got it in my head that it was too much, like, go between a bunch of different parks in one week. Yeah. Like I was tired enough from Disney, so that's why we never did them together. Like a lot of people really? were like, well, why don't you do them together? And I'm like, I don't know, we just never did um it felt like too much to i don't think i be. realized
0: how close they were together either when i was even even looking at the map you didn't realize like how compact universal is
3: compared yeah, to exactly you didn't realize how quickly you could do universal yeah because you were so used to crowds like with disney you really did have to kind of pace yourself like we're going to go early in the morning we're going to ride everything we can then we're going to do our fast passes then it's gonna get really crowded at lunchtime, so we're gonna eat early and come back to like the hotel and swim. Yeah. Like you had to really plan out your day. And like, at Univ- like one of my favorite nights at Universal was, we had gotten back kind of early um, from dinner and like yeah. you had homework to do or you weren't feeling well. So I took Brett down to the pool, it was a gorgeous night. They were playing a movie at the pool.
2: Mm-hmm. He
3: was swimming around, he made a little friend, they're swimming, I'm sitting in a lounge chair, just hanging out and then my mom came down and my mom and I were like chatting and Brett swimming around, then he decided to go lay in the shallow pool yeah. and watch SpongeBob movie. And we talked and talked and talked pretty much and then you came down. Yeah, it was and still, then I was the, feeling well And then, then the pool better. was pretty much closed. I mean, we were there till like closing and it was just it was so it was everything I always wanted to be able to do at a Disney resort. Like mm-hmm. just chill and yeah. not worry about my kid drowning or like whatever. Yeah. Um and so... You got, a, you got a chair. I had a chair. Yeah, I had a seat, <laughs> which is a miracle. Um, and so it, it was just, it was exactly what I had always wanted to be able to do at a Disney resort, but you never could. Because it, Disney, again, is just so crowded all the time. And you, it, it's hard because you feel like you're incompetent. At Disney, it makes you feel very competitive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did you get this experience? Did you get this fast pass? did you get this hotel? Did you get this room at the hotel? Like, did you, you know, did you do everything you're supposed to do? And, you know, every time I go to, like the first time we went to Disney, I was so tightly wound about it because I felt like I had to jam every experience yeah. in there. And like, at, by the time we got to, Uni- what was nice about our time at Universal's, by the time we, by the, by the year we did it, everything was old hat.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
3: were kind of like, we're just going to, we're just going to a theme park. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're
0: going to do what we want.
3: Yeah. I mean, so. So it'll be interesting to see how we feel about our Disney cruise. Yes. That we are going on next, next summer. Next summer, yeah.
0: So it'll be. That'll be. Neither of us have ever been on a cruise ship.
3: No. And that has been for a reason. Yes. Because. Cruise ships are petri dishes full of norovirus. Yes.
0: But at the same. But time... But apparently,
3: this ship is not. <laughs> well,
0: because you are, it is it is Disney's self running it. Yes. So they haven't contracted out to like Carnival or something, which is the Carnival is one of the lines that's notorious. Yes, terrible. it's always breaking
3: out in some sort of plague. And
0: um, so it is to the Caribbean, and it is a more of a premium experience from what we.
3: Well, we upgraded. Together, yeah. So we have a veranda. Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, we, this will be interesting to see whether or not we like the whole experience of a cruise because there are other, other types of cruises that involve, involve, I, that we can
3: I, for one am excited that we are not going to be humping it around a theme park. Yes. (laughs) So Disney experience don't have to go to the theme park. It's
0: going to be great. But yeah, but no, I think, I think we would go back, but I think, um, we would, I would, if we ever do you know go back to Orlando for a vacation it would be something where we could tack a day or two of Universal onto mm-hmm. a Disney vacation yeah. or something um,
3: well and to be honest I was telling I was talking to my mom like if we want to go back like once all the Star Wars lands are yeah, finally yeah, yeah, yeah. done like in a couple of years or whatever like I could see staying at like Animal Kingdom Lodge and mm-hmm. only really going to like a couple of parks for a couple of days and just hanging out at with the giraffes yeah. and shit like animal kingdom is
0: beautiful and the same way you and i would want to go to the food and wine festival at epcot yeah <laughs>
3: and just like i'd probably stay at yacht club yeah. because i can't abide beach club i will never stay there again yeah. and um and yeah i just get way around epcot and eat and drink a bunch of good food yeah, and so. wine
0: but uh but yeah no universal definitely worth the uh I thought, I thought it, worth it.
3: it was a good experience. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm ready to do something different.
0: Yeah. And I think it was one of the few flights out of Orlando International Airport we had. Even though I think it did get off the ground late.
3: We landed on time. We landed
0: relatively on time. That's right. That was
3: the that was the entertaining pilot who was like, "I'm going to fly this thing like I stole it." Yeah. <laughs> so that that'll so that be that was fun. And then and then
0: we got we got home. And we had we had a real good experience. So, all right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And I would like to thank both Brett and Amanda for sitting down with me and talking about our time at Universal. Uh, we really did have a lot of fun this year. It was a little hectic in some places, but for the most part, we really did enjoy ourselves. And like I, like we said in the uh, segment I did with Amanda, that we're going to be going on a cruise. We're going to be going on a Disney cruise. So it'll be interesting to see what that brings and what we have to say about that next year. Uh, Next time around in a few weeks, actually on December 23rd, I am going to drop my annual Festivus episode. And along for the ride with me will be Professor Allen. So we are going to air our pop culture grievances and take a look at a... Well, really challenging comic from the '90s, so you want to stick around for that. Until then, uh, please make sure you go to the uh, Facebook page and leave comments or send emails. You can leave an iTunes review; that always helps. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, uh, as I said, I am at Pop Aff, popaff. P o p a f f, and you can get uh, you can get into the conversation and hear me rant about things, popular culture, and and uh, the back and forth with me and other people in the podcasting uh, universe. So until then, thanks for listening and take care. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Affidavit. All clips and media are copyrighted their respective copyright holders and are used for review and illustrative purposes only so no infringement is intended. Feedback can be sent via email to popcultureaffidavit at gmail.com. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash popcultureaffidavit. For more content, including show notes, media, and essays, be sure to check out the blog, which can be found at popcultureaffidavit.com. This podcast is a proud part of the 2 True Freaks Internet and Radio Network, which is a division of the Demanza Corps of Milan, Italy. You can support all the 2 True Freaks podcasts by using the Amazon.com link at 2 whenever you shop. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Affidavit and come back next time for more pop culture randomness. We'll